is Alter to the Muse, Episode 7, Creativity as a Necessary Skill for Challenging Times. And I'm Josh. And I'm Angie. All right. So we had this thought to discuss how essential and important creativity is as a tool for helping us navigate our changing world and the different challenges that get thrown at us. So right now we're we're living in the midst of a global pandemic that has not occurred for a hun- over a hundred years, and so this has been a pretty challenging year. Uh, it's been I will say it's definitely felt challenging for our family. I, I don't know that it's the most challenging thing we've gone through, but it's definitely been challenging. Yeah. I would agree with that. I I would also agree that it it isn't the most challenging thing we've gone through, um, and that that there is a we have uh, when the rug gets pulled out from your world, you either adapt and change and grow, or you f- fall apart. Yeah. It depends on the level of intensity of the challenge. You know, for me, I know that if if the challenge doesn't have to do with like the imminent danger to my family, I tend to shift right into creative thinking mode. Like mm-hmm. I start to go into problem solving mode. If I feel like there's a member of the family whose life is in danger, and I say this because this is a reality it has happened to us, um, I, I feel that I contain the skills to be able to problem solve. And to me, those skills for problem solving are really looking at the problem and thinking, okay, what are the different ways we can approach this? What are some ideas that I maybe I haven't considered before? Yeah, I, I would absolutely agree with that. I think that there is definitely a hierarchy you know, when we're looking at problems, right. it's like, um, yeah, uh, you know, a problem like, um, you know, a, a, a family member being, you know, imminently ill is different than um, I've got a flat tire on my right. car. You know, um, and that depends on did I go out to my driveway and there's a flat tire or I was driving down the interstate and there was a flat tire. But either one isn't really the same kind of level of intensity of how do I, how do we solve this as, um, you know, somebody in your family being sick and, um, and definitely having that, um, having the, the, the ability to, to take a step back from the problem and look at it from a wide lens with a wide point of view and be able to, um, separate yourself from that is, um, so that you can think about it in in a um, an objective way is really really useful. I know that that sometimes I struggle with that only because um, I I think that sometimes I have a plan for what my day is going to be, and when something really ruins that plan, there's that moment of my my plan is now destroyed, and and I kind of get a. I, I say some some cuss words, <laughs> and I and I fuss about a bit, and then you, I go, okay, well now what? Right. Yeah. I, yeah. For me, it 
it it depends on the situation for sure. Well, I think back to when we, a year ago, almost exactly, mm. so this is February of 2021. So in February of 2020 was when COVID-19 really first hit. And I remember we were pretty wary of it for a while. Like even in January, we started to go, huh, this is a thing and we might need to consider how to approach this. And and we did go right into planning mode. We yeah. were like, okay, we've got a big house. We can store some food. We, we've got a, play, a way to like hunker down in this right. space. This was before we really understood what the virus was about and how to manage it. You know, this is back when everybody yeah. was really learning. And, and I think we approached it from that lens of, okay, this is the issue and, and this is how we can approach it. And I do think it takes a certain amount of creativity to be able to look at that, to problem solve, to think of some ideas, and then to be able to engage in, in some kind of plan, but then also to like, oh, wait, is this working? Reassess, let's try again. Like, uh, to me, that is creativity, see? Mm -hmm. It's not just like painting a picture, making a song. It's, it's problem solving. Yeah, it's constant problem solving. One of the first things that we started doing, and this was, I want to say, back in January of last year, was we started stockpiling food. And I, when I say that, I don't mean like we went to the store and, and bought them out of right. like every... No, we weren't doing that. We were, we were just buying a little bit extra food every time we went grocery shopping. Right, and then we, had, we picked a space in the house. We called it our hurricane closet. And we we started stockpiling things like canned goods and like right. toilet paper and right. Instead of three cans of tomatoes, we might have bought five for the week and two went right. in the in the closet. Instead of five bags of beans, or instead of three bags of beans, yeah. we buy five and then two would go in the closet. And so after a while, we had yeah, we had we had and, and we had quite a quite a I want to call it a stash in case. In case we were really stuck in a way that we weren't going to be able to have food, and that, and so we said, okay, well, we've we've done this, and then it was like, what didn't we get? Like as it got closer to that time when everything was like, we we went down and we actually made an inventory. Yeah, we inventoried it. We had a growing list of what was down there, so we could keep track because we wanted to know what was in the closet. But yeah, we it was just something that we could do that. We realized that we were we were not going to risk going out, and part of that is because, you know, we have a child who has diabetes and has some kidney issues, and we just didn't know what was going on, so we were taking extra precautions. Right. We yeah, and um, and so you know, looking at looking at what is what is the future going to be, you know, where where do you think we're going to land, you know, it, it if you can kind of envision that and kind of plan for it, then it makes it a little bit yeah. easier when <laughs> when it all goes. Yeah. We had um, some extra diabetes supplies, I remember, and mm -hmm. our dog is on medication. We had that. Um, we just, so, I mean, it doesn't sound creative, like, oh, you just bought extra groceries. How is that creative? But we were looking at, okay, this is the situation. If we're not able to to go out and we're not sure what's going to happen. Here's uh, here's a way that we can deal with that. And then we'll look at it and be like, is this working? You know, part of that was also looking at other ways of, of 
of ordering food online. We found a few uh, online ordering companies that we have switched with. We've been with ever since, honestly. We've yep. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like a super creative thing, but it was one way of looking at a problem and trying to come at it from from a different angle. And um, and so I've, I feel like this is an important discussion. You know, a year later, we're still dealing with this COVID pandemic, and we're certainly doing things differently now than we were. And we've... We, actually just emptied out that hurricane closet we're we're not stockpiling food in quite the same way but uh but we're still looking at the situation and adjusting and addressing and i know everybody out there is doing this right so so you when you are trying to approach a problem from this same perspective you are engaging creativity and i think that's one thing that we're trying to express with that yeah. idea and we we talked a lot about uh, especially about like coming into a future where we might have some difficulty with resources that are available to us. Things like, you know, that maybe, maybe oil and gas won't be something that is easy to get a hold of. And are we moving to a sustainable future? Do we have, you know, are, is there solar panels or wind or what is the, what does that all mean? And, Sometimes I talked I talk about things that if you know if it would be really cool if when we were you know if people were building a home or even if we were building our home and we were thinking about like things like the fresh water that we flushed out our toilets you know it's totally potable water it's totally drinkable and we put it into the septic system or into the town sewage system and that could be done so many different ways if our thinking about it was different. You know, if we thought about it in terms of in terms of what kind of structures would you need or what kind of flow system would you need within your home, within your uh, you know water catching systems or who knows what to then process the material that goes from your toilets, from your sinks, you know, in through like plants or something. I could just imagine like entire systems throughout your home that, that these could work in. And, and then we would have our, our use of water would be very different. It'd be transformed. And I think about like things like that. It's like if, if, if those are things that we can think about environmental design things we can think about, then, um, then how are we approaching the way our way of life as, as humans on this planet? And I think the more that we can have people who engage in, in uh, divergent thinking, a, a ways of you know, looking at, well, here's what we're doing now. And what we're doing now is bringing about all of this stuff that, that we don't have a lot more time that we can really spend doing this stuff before it, it's going to really be a problem and there are times you know we can look at it now and say like well this is pretty pretty rough uh, we got some weird weather stuff happening we've got you know um just the pandemic thing and it's all kind of got to be kind of related somehow right mm -hmm. so how do we think about it how yeah. do we how do we change the way we think and if we don't engage in creative thought that way then I, I think that we can get pretty stifled. Yeah, we have to, 
look at things from multiple angles, which I think is part of what divergent thinking is. It's coming at something from new perspectives, different angles, and that's what is involved in, in creative thinking and in, in creativity and creative problem solving. Like here's the problem, and we might have done it, approached this problem the same way for a long period of time, but that same approach is no longer going to work. Like we have an energy need, but using energy in the way that we've been using it for however many, 80, 100 years, however long we've been dependent on oil, uh, it's just not long-term. It's not going to work. There are problems with it. So it requires some new thought. And before something can exist in the world as a reality, it has to exist in your imagination. You have to think about it and even wonder if it's possible. Now, Josh was mentioning um, he likes science fiction, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and they were writing about traveling to the moon ages before anybody went there. You had to think about it. It had to be a, a possibility. Right. Or um, imagine... Or if you've ever read, you know, Fahrenheit 451 by um, Ray Bradbury, there's whole sequences in that book where they're talking about having these wall screens that are like entertainment. And there's and and the people would have like these screens of the size of their walls and then they would have little buds that go in their ears they're like these little earbuds that are in and and we have all of this now we have you know wall-sized televisions and um we have have pods that go in our ears that will allow us to listen and talk on the phone and hear all kinds of things and so those those things that um get imagined often get turned into Things that are tangible, well, they always do. Not always, but, but you know, quite a bit but of But that's time. how it begins, yeah. yeah. Like, it has to exist in your imagination before it can exist in the world. And I can just envision a group of creative thinkers trying to approach a problem like the energy situation, like new ways of, of having energy resources, and just throwing out tons of ideas. What about this? What about this? And then of the of that idea pool, like what are the things that are doable? And then moving in that direction. And then it's this process of trial and error, what works, what doesn't, bringing it back to the drawing board. But it's got to start with creative thinking. You've got to start thinking about what are some possibilities. And if you just get stuck in these old models and these old, way, old ways of thinking about how things are supposed to be or they should be or they should look, there's no room for that creative thinking. And that's why it's so essential to hold space for creative thought. Yeah, and I think about um, how, I mean, basically, in March of 2020, you know, most of the schools in the nation went remote. And all of a sudden, education was turned on its ear. Now, the truth is, is that we've been doing online education for decades and I, I know because I graduated from college, you know, over 20 years ago. And I every class I've taken since then has been remote and online. And oftentimes I don't even see the professor. And now this doesn't mean that it works as good as in-person education. 
But to say that it doesn't work at all is a calamity. And to think that that to do education, the um, that it has to look the same way as it does in the classroom, that school at home on the computer versus school in the building should look the same is, I, I think, a mistake in the thinking. I think yeah. it's trying to fit a new paradigm in an old box. Yeah, and that's the problem is... Because there, I mean, there are problems. When you try something new, it's not going to go perfect. There's going to be issues. There's going to be problems. So part of that creative process is looking at where are the problems and then how do we address those problems. I know that so much of what online learning was in the spring of 2020, the problem was that parents were overwhelmed, right? Mm -hmm. How can they work from home and have children from home? It's just too much. And so there, but what strategies could be put in place to help that, uh, you know, whether there were hubs of online learning that were smaller pods or who knows? I mean, there. I'm just saying that there were possibilities for new thoughts. In crisis mode, it's sometimes hard to think about those things. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but the idea that it has to be the same way it's always been that's what we have to be careful about. Yeah, and um, and I know um, I was tasked with um, two other teachers to basically create an online school for my middle school, and um, in the for the fall, and um, we weren't given an awful lot of time to do that. And some of the very first things that um, that we addressed were um, the challenges that students had just getting to class. I'm doing air quotes here, getting to class, um, which basically means hitting a Zoom link um, at the time that the class is going to start. And how do you do that without the annoying, you know, it's lost in my email. It's like all these things. And so the very first thing that we did like that was design uh PDF that was hyperlinked to our classrooms. We literally, each one of us, each of our teachers just made a room that we always use. So if you want to come to my class, you're coming to the same Zoom link every single time. So just make that a, a picture and the kid clicks on it and poof, they end up in my room. And, and what was fascinating is that kids, not only did they always show up, they never said, oh, I lost the link which was a universal problem. Like that was like in, in, in April and May of last year, that was like the thing all the teachers were talking about. Was, oh, they make these excuses about not being, how do we, we send them the email, we send them the link and it's like, okay, well, how do you fix that? Right, there was a problem and you know, problems arise. It's, yeah. You're not gonna hit it perfect. And so then you look at the problem and you go, what are some possible solutions? And let's right. test those things out. And that's, again, that's a creative process. Yeah, it's, the, it's that thinking that, that this, this is something we're going to do. So how do we do it well? How do we do it with intention? How do we do it with forethought and planning? And then once we've established it, once we've got it going, how do we check it for bugs? You know, how do we how do we get version 2.3 out? How do we get version 2.4? Right. And I'm thinking, too, about the schools that went in person, you know, when they're trying. There's a lot of problem solving mm -hmm. they had to do. 
in person um, with all the variables that had to be juggled to have multiple bodies in a room together during a pandemic and the intense level of problem solving. Yeah, I mean, it was huge because there's there's the, the, the sanitation problem. There was the the scheduling, at least for, for, for my school district, the scheduling w- w- turned it on its ear. You know, what used to be a very student-driven, student-choice, like, paradigm had to go back to something that was a lot less, it was a lot more restrictive, really. And, um, and kids, kids basically would exist within a pod of, like, 18, you know? And that was their, that was their world, and they moved through the school that way. And, um, and so it was a very different, school was a very different looking place than it was when, when, they all, when we all left um, back in March 2020, you yeah. know? So, so an incredible amount of problem solving and mm-hmm. creative thought in this past year. And, and the truth is, is that we're going to need a lot more of it going forward. You know, as climate scientists are telling us we're going to face more and more of these extreme weather conditions that we've been seeing, it's going to require a lot of thinking about how to address the problems. And then we're going to be in situations that are going to be emergency situations. And then how do we help each other within those emergencies? Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, is we may, I mean, this conversation might be kind of a kind of sounding kind of doom and gloom, you know, but I actually see a lot of hope and 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 um, possibility in it. As a, you know, we 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 said that this is for challenging times. It's also, I think, it was a friend of yours said that these are really powerful times because yeah. they are. It's like you can harness like all of this 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 um, this creative energy to solve these problems, and and you can create really amazing futures with right. that. Well, I mean, the truth is that the most amazing transformations happen because of challenging times. You know, when things are plotting along hunky-dory, there's no, not as much a need for that creative thought. You can be content and just sort of sit in whatever you're, you're, you're with. Um, it's when you have problems and challenges that you need to address, that's when the shifting and the changing happens. So yeah, absolutely, they're, they're powerful times and there's a lot of possibility. And if you approach it from that perspective, there's hope. Yeah. And you can really start to imagine the world you want to live in. And that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Because the truth is, is that the way the world works, everything from the way our economy works, from the way that our laws are, you know, all of these, these things that govern a lot of human behavior are basically made up. You know, they're made up. They don't exist in any sort of way in nature. You know, lions don't pay taxes. They don't have, you know, the birds, they don't care about uh, town lines or country barriers or any of those kinds of things. They're made up by us. And so we're incredibly creative as a species to create entire universes of ideas <laughs> and, and then demand that we all choose to li- that we all live by them, you know? And, um, and so if, if the, the truth is that this was m- made up, these structures are made up, then the truth is that we could change them too. Mm, yep. Just takes the belief and the imagination. Yeah. And the, 
the will of a group of people. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so take that, I guess, to heart and think about the things in your life that that you might have had to engage in some problem-solving thinking, some creative, divergent thinking to solve a problem. Yeah, and just think about your this past year living with COVID and all the different ways you've been problem-solving. And that's your entry point for living more creatively. Yeah, until next time. <laughs> we'll see you. You have been listening to Alter to the Muse podcast, a production of Jai Studios, LLC. Visit us at altertothemuse.com for more.